Absolute Geek Podcast. Locked down tighter than Chris Brown running from the police. It's Tuesday Night Phoenix, and you're listening to the Absolute Geek Podcast. My name is Matt. I'm Kyle. And if you've never listened to our show before, we are a pop culture podcast where we talk about everything, movies, TV, comics, um, anime, pretty much everything related to the pop pop culture and geek subculture on this show. If you have never listened to us before, where the hell have you been? Right? Jesus. Slacker. We've been waiting for you. Only, you know, 97 episodes and we've been waiting for you. Yep. 97 Slacker. episodes of this show. Took you long enough. Ooh, we're only three more away from 100. Of this, of the absolute geek, yeah. Oh, shit. We've done 200, well, 200 plus. And this is our last one. Good night, fellas. Recordings, but of the this particular show, this will be episode 97. And the roommate's still not here. The roommate's still not here. <laughs> <laughs> Never to be seen again. He's in the other room. And neither is Jose. Who? Jose. I don't know, Jose. Baby Strokes. Uh, I know, Jose. Baby Strokes. <laughs> Um, if you're listening to this show this weekend, Saturday, make sure to look up the Finding Arizona podcast. Check them out as we're going to be guests on his podcast this week. Um, if you remember a few weeks ago, he came on our show and talked Stranger Things. And we finally and, went and did his show. Yeah, and we finally did his show, and <laughs> that's going to come out Saturday, apparently. So uh, be on the lookout for that again on iTunes. Or no, he's not, yeah, on iTunes. Yeah, he's on iTunes. Or his website, FindingArizona.com. Um, or Instagram, Twitter, you know, those those places work too. But Hey, we're on those places too. Yeah, come check out our show, our, our conversation. I feel like we get really candid with him about behind the scenes. The roommate was there. Yeah, Kellen was there. You fucking who? The roommate. Oh, there, I know him. We get, we get really candid, though, I think, about the show and what goes into it and how we've had fights and how it's not always like glitz and glamour hunky-dory that you hear on the microphone like there's tension sometimes and yeah you got to, you got to see the like it's like the vh1 uh yeah because you know of or something yeah you know. like behind the music behind yeah. the podcast yes behind the we podcast. should start that behind the podcast podcast where we talk to other podcasts about go what goes into making their podcast yes that's dope there's an there's a new show nailed it fucking right <laughs> um <laughs> but no like we i think you get to see a different side of us because normally we're we're on and we're on the podcast and we're trying to entertain you, but this we're more kind of candid and, and toned down and relaxed and kind of it was it was nice to have that on the flip side where we're talking to someone else about our we're, show. We're also talking to a different audience. <clears throat> That's true. We were talking to a much different audience. Yeah. So much so that the uh, the roommate swore and then asked if he could swear on his show, which was very polite of him. Yeah, it was nice of him. But I'm super excited for that. So the hopefully, roommate did take kind of control of that show. A little bit, but you know he, I don't know. He just does that. I, I think guess. he needed to get some shit out. Yeah, I think so too. I think he <laughs> yeah. needed to release. And, he, and instead of talking to us, he used someone else's podcast. <laughs> right. <laughs> he just released. Yep. You know it. There's a lot that goes into it. There's a lot that people don't see and it's cool to kind of just talk to someone else hopefully he'll invite us back to do a part two because there's a lot more i could say and a lot more i think that we could say and talk about tell the roommate yeah next time we won't tell the roommate <laughs> but if you want us to do a behind the podcast podcast on ourselves a whole episode where we just talk about what goes into our show and and things like that let us know we'll do it i'll be down to do it fuck yeah. it um but uh other than that anything new and exciting in your life no, I have a job. Yeah, I know. I went back to work. You went back to work. 
Don't worry, everybody. I just I just showed back up yeah, two days later. They didn't care. They didn't care. I, I was sick. My whole family was sick. <coughs> <coughs> Do you like horror movies? Yes. Uh, you should check out Don't Breathe. It's a very good movie. I'm really not going to check out... Um, what's that fucking new movie coming out called? The, uh, the Disappointment Room? Oh. No, Don't Breathe is a based off a... I believe it's a H.P. Lovecraft short story. I don't uh-huh. know if you know who H.P. Lovecraft is. Um, and it's about three... The story's about three guys Whoa. that break into a blind man's house and try and rob him. And then the blind man kills them all. But this is... It's two dudes and a chick that break into his house to try and, try and steal money after his daughter was killed. And they're trying to steal a settlement money. And shit gets crazy. So You saw it on Netflix or what? No, I watched it in the theaters. I went and watched it last weekend. Oh, Really good. I'll have to find it on the internet. Well, we don't condone that, sir. We do not condone illegal watching of movies on the internet. It's not illegal. The Absolute Geek Podcast way. It's not illegal. We always represent the box office by paying our hard-earned money <laughs> to watch movies. Yes. I do. I, I stick $7 in my computer before I You're watch it. You're such a fucking liar. I, I, I do. You drink, you drink about $7 where the crown is. You're sitting there watching I, it. I do that, too. But I push eject. Yeah. On my uh, my CD tray, and I, just, I put a five and two ones in it, and I shove it into my computer. Yeah. And then I watch the movie. And then you take it back. Yes. <laughs> you fucking take it back. It's like a you were like that kid in school that put the fucking dollar bill in like a, a fishing line or something, huh? And really heavy tape, <laughs> and like yanked it back out, <laughs> put it in the sewing machine, and slowly pulled it back out. <laughs> I wish. Because you don't want to spend that dollar. I want that soda, but I don't want to give you that dollar. No, I was the kid that got my hand stuck trying to get up there and get it. Yeah. That's a, no, that's the other roommate. Yeah, that's the other one. That's Brent. Good old Brent. It's weird having our studio in front of the kitchen where we can see people walking past. Right? Because <laughs> he had this comment on him. Oh, look, there he goes walking away. I wave to him. He waves, laughs, and he walks away. That's good. Yeah. That's the Brent way. That's the Brent way. All right, let's get into our show. We have a jam-packed show today. Got some good news, some sad news. All around news. Um, so apparently, it was revealed last week that The Walking Dead was originally pitched to NBC, <laughs> and a deal was reportedly <laughs> in place. Uh, but their reaction to the zombie apocalypse drama wasn't exactly the warmest. NBC's initial plans was to leave out the zombies altogether. No, wait. Okay, hold on. Before you go any further, I want to role play this. Uh, okay. So you're gonna whoa whoa! This ain't that type of show, buddy. You're gonna be this ain't that type of show. You're gonna be the NBC exec, and I'm gonna be the producer that's gonna pitch you. All right. The what? Hey, I've got this great thing. It's a graphic novel. It's a comic book. It's about you know, a guy wakes up in a hospital, and it's something's happened, and everybody's become zombies except for you know a small few. And this is, it's about them being you know surviving in a, a zombie type of world. Okay, that sounds stupid. What do you mean what it sounds it, stupid? It sounds stupid. It's going to be great. It's going to be a blockbuster. Does there have to be zombies? What? Can we do it without the zombies? I'm sorry, I can't hear you. Can we do it without the zombies? I think it might be hard to do a, uh, a zombie show <laughs> without zombies. Why, why are the zombies pivotal? I don't see why they're pivotal. Because it's about them surviving in a world that's zombies. We don't do good with zombies on this network. So what we want to do is um, we want to leave out the zombies... All together. Um, and uh, go a different direction about it. Are, are the zombies really that pivotal to the show? They're as pivotal to the show as uh, chocolate is to milk. Mm. 
Well, what about the possibility of changing the format uh, to make the show where it's uh, two characters solve zombie crimes? Excuse me? The Walking Dead. Excuse me? Yeah. Two, no. two characters. I, I, I don't think I heard two you. Two cops sell, solve zombie-related crimes. So are you talking like a, a buddy cop scenario where there's like the straight-laced cop and then he has like a zombie partner and they, they solve crimes like CSI zombie? I do not appreciate your tone. <laughs> I am talking straight up, straight up, cop out. Bruce Willis is a hard-nosed cop. Tracy Morgan is a zombie, and they solve crimes together. What kind kind of crimes can they possibly solve? Missing people. Brain eating. People losing limbs. So we have 80 issues... Of material, because you know, of and of these guys fighting zombies and other people and all that comes with living in a world that is zombie-filled and you know a different way of life and 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 you want you want to turn it into CSI zombie. Listen, Mr. Kirkman, <laughs> I appreciate you coming into our office, <laughs> but we're NBC. We don't do things like that. We don't think the world is ready for zombies. Are you WNBC? Everybody is all about vampires and werewolves right now. I don't see a world where zombies, where this kind of show works. Zombies will be, if you give this show a chance, zombies will be the mainstream. I, I just don't see it happening. I don't see CSI zombie. <laughs> <laughs> and scene. Can, can you imagine that, though? Okay. Now, you got to think Kirkman... My description was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Cop out with zombies. But can you imagine that Kirk, okay, Kirkman and probably somebody else, his agent, his manager, I don't know who the fuck, sat down with NBC. He had to have left there. Yeah. My, I mean, he, he had to have been speechless. Like, mm-hmm. I mean... Like, that car ride home, I guarantee, was an awkward, silent car ride home. Whoever he was with. Even I, by himself. I don't think it was actually Kirkman that pitched it. I think it was someone else that pitched I don't it. Care someone else was in the meeting, but... You in, in, insert anyone you want into that conversation, and it was an awkward ride home. Yeah. Because, I mean, okay, that means he had to get in his car, push the button. Hey, Robert, I got some news for you. Hey, buddy, how did it go? So we get when we start in production. When we get that fat NBC so, check. So they love. Did they love it? And they said, "Oh, they loved it. They want to make it a um, a cop drama. A homahana. <laughs> a humana. A what now? <laughs> Can you imagine a straight up Rick Grimes with the fucking hat and the fucking gun and the boots, looking over at his zombie partner, looking at the murder scene." What the zombie th- starts eating the dead person. Right. What do you think? <laughs> yes, I think so too. <laughs> I think they were dumped. <laughs> yeah. 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 I know. Yeah, I see that. We're gonna bag it. You know. Or it's gonna be two like cops that are solving zombie-related crimes, where they're not. One of them's not a zombie, but they're solving like zombie I attacks think that's and, and things like that. CSI zombie. <laughs> but um, in case you're wondering. <laughs> This is an actual conversation that took place. Uh, NBC's initial plan was to leave out the zombies altogether. 
after it was laid out how integral the zombies were to the show called The Walking Dead, <laughs> the network then asked about the possibility of changing the format to make the show uh, where two main characters would solve zombie crime of the week. So they would they would figure it out they would they would get a crime, and then they would figure out out in forty five minutes. It would be dark and ominous tones. Have you ever seen Forgetting Sarah Marshall? <laughs> yeah, like dark and ominous tones. <laughs> I can you imagine that though? Or, it's just like cold case files. Well, I mean, they wouldn't call it the, the Walking Dead. Can you imagine no. the Walking Dead? And you go in. And they would call it the Walking Dead like you're you're walking a dead beat. Like you're walking a beat of dead people. The Walking Dead, and it's fucking a buddy cop story. <laughs> Rick Grimes. He got the straight lace. What was Shane's last name? Str- I don't remember. <laughs> walking Grimes and Shane, last name still don't know. <laughs> we can imagine that the, the, the button-up Rick Grimes all serious with the with the kooky partner that fucking is just a loose cannon and, you know, all he wants. On the next Walking Dead, Rick, I'm sleeping with your wife. Dun, dun, dun. Rick. Rick's wife, I don't want to invite him over for dinner, but we have to, honey. I've, I've got to get to know my, my new cop buddy. You know what sucks? Rick got cucked in the zombie apocalypse. <laughs> Rick got cucked in the zombie apocalypse. Because you know, even when he came back, she was still hitting that, that Shane, mm-hmm. riding hard on that Shane dick. I'm surprised it didn't turn, that part didn't turn into a porno. <laughs> like a double penetration porno. Oh, my God. The walking double penetration. Oh, no. No, thank you. It shows... Ugh. Can't even picture it, can you? Nope. But, yeah, so, uh, Walking Dead fans, your okay. favorite show in comic was almost a buddy cop drama. Oh, my God. How pissed off would you have been? I wouldn't have watched it. You wouldn't even know it. No, I wouldn't Based know. on the hit graphic novel, and you're like, no. Yeah, how is this? No. Maybe issue one? Like, the first five pages of issue one? He, he wakes up, and then he just goes back to work. Yeah. <laughs> we got a new partner for you, Rick, now that you're out of the hospital. Yeah. Thank you, AMC. We appreciate you, uh... Picking it up and not having sort of yeah. stuck with a fucking a canceled buddy cop show. Well, I'm glad that AMC saw AMC saw the the value in it, and I mean it took them a long time too. Because if you remember, they showed season one, and then it took them a while to pick it up for again for season two. Yeah, and season one was only ten episodes. That's usually so, the start, though. Yeah, but I'm glad they picked it back up. Now we're going on season seven. Yeah, I'm sure they're glad they picked it back up too, yeah. as they're fucking backstroking in money. Right. Um, staying on The Walking Dead, uh, it came out also this week that Walking Dead showrunner Scott Gimple revealed in an interview that when it comes to the show d- diverting from the comics, uh, that's not the work of the writers, but of creator Robert Kirkman. He's always wanted to be about uh, giving the original fans of The Walking Dead, which he means comic book readers, a different experience. So it's him making more money. When he chooses... No, I kind of see, but I kind of get where he's coming from. It's kind of like he's playing out different scenarios in his head because as he's sitting there writing it, I'm sure he's like, well, what are the ramifications if I don't kill this character now? What are the ramifications if I do kill this character now? And I'm sure even... I think it's funny. I'm sure even after issue one, he was probably like, uh, or, you know, the first five issues, he's like, well, I wonder what happened if I left Shane alive a little bit longer. And he kind of gets to play that out in the comic or in the show to see the, diff- the different changes it makes 
than in the book. So, like, that's why we all know, if you read the book, Andrea's still alive in the comic. Yep. In the show, she's dead. Abraham's still alive in the comic. Or, still alive in the show. In the comic, he dies from Dwight with the arrow through the eye. Which, in the show, uh, Diana, or Deanna. Like, Herschel doesn't get Deanna. What was her name? It wasn't Deanna. What was the, the, um, the doctor chick's I can't remember her name. But the doctor chick in the show, not Deanna, because that's the, who's Deanna? That's the, <laughs> that's like the mare lady. Um, but she takes the, the arrow to the eye instead of Abraham. Um, the. Uh, and then, uh, like, Herschel doesn't get, deta- get decapitated by the governor. In the comic. Right. In the comic. Like, Tyrese dies in the assault in the prison. Yeah. And then here he at least made it. I think ways. I think Kirkman's honestly just doing it so people don't bitch. Mm. No, because it seems you do it like the comic. Because you get less bitching. You do it. You don't do it like the comic. I think he'd get more bitching if it was the exact same. That's not very creative. But that's you would think that that's what the fans want is they want it closer to the comic book. Look what people pander about about movies. Wasn't like the comic. I'm just I'm guilty as fuck. Yeah. For that. Wasn't like the comic. Wasn't like the comic. Wasn't like the comic. <laughs> don't like it because it's not like the comic. You know? But it's just a reason to bitch. I like the walking. I like that they do that. But they like, change it up? So look at, I mean, look well, how. Well, it makes it exciting because you really don't know now. Right. Because you can, as you're watching, you go, okay, comic, not comic, comic, not comic. Right. But you don't know going into it. Now, if, like, I don't think you would watch it as intently if you knew, okay, well, this is issue 80. Okay, well, I know what happens. Well, issue 100, we know Glenn dies. We're on the cliffhanger right now. Oh, Does, shit. Is he going to be dead when we come back? That's... Oh, oh, yeah. You know he's dead in the comic, but it's like, okay, is he dead in the show, too? Oh, yeah. You think so? I saw the, I saw the sneak peek. No, you didn't. There's no sneak peek. A lot of people think Daryl's dead because the sneak peek showed Dwight wearing his vest. I don't I, like the guy they cast for Dwight. I think, they, I think he just took it. I don't I think, think he so killed too. him. I think he just took it. Yeah. Because he has his crossbow. He just... Right. He's sitting there fucking... He's ca- he captive. He's, he's, right. He's ex- you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He's, what's he going to do? Tell him no? He's trying to belittle him. Yeah. And that's what it is. And it's been going on for a while now. Right. So he's taking his motorcycle, he's, you know, and then he's taking it back. And then, you know... Mm-hmm. But, I, I mean, I like that. That it changes. I don't have a problem with them playing with that in the show because like in the show Sophia is still alive she's Maggie and Glenn's adopted daughter because Carol's dead yep and in the show they killed Sophia back in season two I, I like when they kill all the kids <laughs> they're not killing Carl so does Jose <laughs> yeah I wonder if Carl's gonna get his booty in the show too I bet you he does you think so I bet you they write that in I think his booty's gonna be uh I, I, one thing I'm hoping is Enid. I'm hoping Enid is not Alpha's daughter. Oh, I hope not. I'm hoping they didn't start laying, laying that groundwork now. Yeah. Because she's there, but she keeps leaving. Yeah. So I'm hoping that it doesn't turn out that Enid is, is Alpha's daughter and that they're introducing the Whispers this far in advance. I hope not. I don't think they are. But. Hopefully. Who knows? I don't know. You got Rick Schoen, so who knows what's going to happen. Who knows? 
I guess I guess Ezekiel by Carol might be Ezekiel's booty. Well, the, it's the same. Maybe <clears throat> it's the same thing. They're playing that out in the in the show. Like in the show, Andrea and, and Rick get together. Well, now it's Rick Schoen. <laughs> Who knows how long that'll last? But Until Ezekiel Rick Schoen. Look at them dreadlocks. Right. He's got a fucking tiger, Rick. Yep. You don't have a fucking tiger. Nope. I need that dick. Their ability, their um, inability to take Rick's hand. They didn't take his hand in the show. Because they took Merle's. They've already explained that. Yeah. But they still should have taken Rick's instead. Well, they took Merle's too early. Yeah. So. Merle wasn't even that big of a character. He still cut his hand off. Yeah, but he, I mean, he had his defining moment at the end of his life. But they even explained that's why they didn't cut yeah. Rick's hand off. And so. then we got, uh... Norman Reedus cry face so right. that's, how, that's always good but you know I don't know what What do you think about them if you I know you haven't watched Fear the Walking Dead yet but in the new episode of Fear the Walking Dead they introduce a character that claims to be immune from the zombie apocalypse Done. virus won't watch it anymore you won't watch it if there's immunity nope you don't think there would be there would be a chance that someone would be immune to it unless it's the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air who figured it out <laughs> I am legend come on man I mean, animals seem to be immune from as it. As long as he comes on and goes, it's the walking dead. <laughs> yeah. What is this, some kind of walking dead? <laughs> uh, oh, my God. They're the walking dead. No, that's, that's Rick already it. did that, though. Yeah, the walking it'd dead. be better if the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air did it. Yeah. But, the wa- but that guy's never going to make it. I mean, that's the only thing about the walking dead, too, is that this show isn't about the zombies. It's about watching the people. It's about the... The relationships with the people and, and connecting to the people. It's not I necessarily can't connect to any of them. about the zombies. Are you serious? Yeah. You don't connect to any of them? Not on Fear the Walking Dead. Well, no, but on The Walking Dead. Oh, yeah, I love them all. But see, you know, it's not... It, it, that, and that's what the whole thing about The Walking Dead, and that's back to the original story. That's kind of why they... NBC, and they, you know... They wouldn't make it a buddy cop? <laughs> well, no, but that's kind of why they're glad it didn't... AMC saw that it's more about the people and less about the zombies. And the relationships and everything with the zombies going on around them. I think Fox should have picked up The Walking Dead. Why? It would have been better. No. Could have been on before Lucifer. Dude, AMC is where it belongs. The only place it should be other than AMC is HBO. Where you can get the fucks. Because when we watch that scene with Negan dropping the F-bombs, it's so much better. It's awesome. So much better. Makes me want to almost think about kind of wanting to buy the Blu-ray. It... Even though I don't have Blu-ray I think player. they should release they should release two episodes. They should release the one you watch on Sunday and then Monday they should release an uncut episode that you can watch online with all the F words still in it. Did you, yeah, I guess yeah, we could do that. Or they should give you an option like after midnight. After midnight. You can watch one with all the Fs in it. I'm not staying up that way. Well, you fucking wimp. <laughs> um Stranger Things Season 2. Sweet. I think it's safe to say that when it comes to Stranger Things, Season 2 is a less a matter of if and more of a matter of when. Uh, recently, Matt and Ross uh, Duffer, the brilliant minds behind Stranger Things, sat down with IGN to talk about Season 1 of the popular Netflix show, revealing that Season 2 would be set in 1984 and be darker and a little bit weirder and pull influences from such great films as Ghostbusters, Indiana Jones, The Temple of Doom, Karate Kid, and Gremlins. Hell yeah. I hope they fucking dress up like a shower. Do what? They dress up like a shower. Why? Because that's what they did in the fucking Karate Kid. On Halloween. On Halloween. When he went to the, before he got his ass kicked. And he yeah. met Mr. Miyagi. 
Officially. Yeah, uh, yeah that's true. He did, uh, Danielson did dress up as a shower. Yeah. Are you one of the people that believe that Danielson was the bad guy in that movie? He, he was an instigator. He walked around picking fights with everybody. Yes, he was an instigator. <laughs> you know what? All those, all those dudes, all the skeleton dudes want to do, all they want to do is smoke pot in the bathroom. Yep. That's all they want to do. They weren't bothering nobody. They're trying to fucking, trying to catch a bus so they can go dance with their chicks. This asshole had to fucking put a hose over the stall and get him. I'd, I'd want to beat him up too. Right. It's, it's not their fault he doesn't know karate and he <laughs> plays like he does. What right. a dick. <laughs> You know what I mean? They're fucking just doing their thing. He's when he walked into their studio. I'll fucking fight you. All right. My student versus yours. He's the instigator. He's, he's the instigator. He's the bad guy in that film. He's Daniel Instigator, son. Yeah. <laughs> so you are one of those people that believe that he's the the bad guy in that movie, huh? No, not really. <laughs> but if you look at it like that, then yes, he's a fucking dick. <laughs> but yeah, I hope hopefully... Um, and look at all that time Mr. Miyagi had to take out of his life. Yeah. To teach this little fucker karate. Yeah, teach this... The guy who fucking wouldn't even fucking... He wouldn't even fucking sand the floor right. <laughs> wax on, wax off. He wouldn't fucking... He wouldn't paint the fence right. <laughs> up, down, up, down. He's like a dick about it. This guy's trying to teach him a very important life lesson. Yeah. I don't get it, Mr. Miyagi. This shit ain't working. And then Miyagi's like... Paint defense. <laughs> I would have walked off right there. I wouldn't even fucking yep. even showed him how much he'd actually learned. <laughs> fucking little dick kid. Should have walked in the house, grabbed a taser, walked out and tased his ass. Then he gives him a tr- fucking old ass fucking truck and shit later. Yep. And, I know. Yeah, how nice of a guy is he? He takes him to fucking Nagasaki or whatever. <laughs> Nagasaki? Yeah. Takes him to Japan. Takes him to visit his family. And yeah. He's an instigator there, too. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't uh, matter what true. country he's at, he's a dick. Yep. That's very true. Good point. Fucking Mr. Miyagi spends all this time growing this fucking plant on the side of a fucking Bonsai waterfall. Tree. This asshole fucking propels down thing and then so it gets broken because he's a dick. <laughs> Someone needs to get out his frustrations with Danielson, huh? <laughs> But, like, if he never would have fucking got the bonsai tree and fucking with the other dudes, they never would have broke it. So right. he never would have had to hurry it home so that fucking Mr. Miyagi could tape it up and a tear could come out of his eye. <laughs> Jesus Christ, just let the thing fucking grow. Yeah. He's a dick. Sweep the leg, Daniel. He's a dick. Sweep the leg. But, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how they incorporate, um, like, gremlins into it and how they incorporate... Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. That's actually one of my favorite Indiana Jones movies. The Temple, Temple of, of Doom. Doom. I hope what they do is they fucking rip R- something's heart rip out. Rip something's heart out. It'll be interesting to see where, uh, you know, catch up with the Eleven and the Upside Down and see what's going on with all that. And Apparently it's going to be all the original cast again, so. That would, the show would suck if it was a completely different set of people. Not necessarily, because they could do it a different group of people every season. No, nope, I've already attached to them characters. <laughs> You're already attached to them? Yep, I already like them. I hope, I hope I, Dustin finally I, gets his pudding. I eat eggs now, so... I, w- I hope they put in a scene when like, they go back to school after Christmas break. Because apparently they said that this whole event, the whole events of Stranger Things takes place over like f- five to seven days. And I hope... A whole that, week? Yeah. One whole week? Yep. <laughs> and I hope that when they go back to school from Christmas break, Dustin walks in the lunchroom and you get to see it and he calls he calls the... The lunch lady out on her bullshit for hoarding pudding. 
That's funny. That show's so good. Yeah, it was really good. That show's so good. And they have to they have to do another scene where they they have the alphabet up with the lights. Yeah. That's they've got to do it every season. I don't think so. I don't I don't think so. Should, but there should be a message every season. Alright. Uh, maybe. I don't know if they have to necessarily do it like that, but Well, they they can do it with light bulbs. They can do it with street lights. They can do it with something else. Street lights. They don't have to do it with the Christmas lights. They, you know they can do it in someone else's house. There you go. They can do it how they did it in The Martian. I don't necessarily see them going back to the upside down like that in, the, in season two, seeing how they already know what it is. But, like, I want to see what f- happens to Barbara and, and things like that. I want to see, like... She's dead. I know, but her, char- their, her character story isn't over yet. And I feel what like she was very... What happens to her? You want to but I feel like she on the ground? No, but, like, I feel like she was very brushed over. As the, as the, like, it's like, it's almost like her parents were like, oh, fuck, Barbara's gone. Let's have a party. Like, they didn't have a funeral. Well, Nobody I gave mean, a shit. Well, it would kind of suck if the second season was all the in-between bullshit that we don't care no, about. No, but like you, that. Could, you could show, like, some of that, you know? Nah. Like, she comes back or I something. I want a new story. I, I think she's going to be one of the monsters in season two. Nah, she's a pile of fucking goo right now. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. Nobody um, cares about that dyke. Uh, moving on here. I hope they have Molly Ringwald in the next season, though. Over Winona Ryder? No, they can have her, too. But Molly Ringwald is someone else? Why not, right? When you think of 1984, what do you think of? Yeah. Bro. Fucking Molly they, Ringwald. Fuck, they need Judd Nelson, then. They need fucking... Anthony Michael Hall. <laughs> Anthony Michael Hall. They need fucking Robert Emilio Dunn Estevez. Jr. Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. Corey Feldman. Fuck the original cast. That should be the cast fucking uh, strange. They need to bring too. Corey Haim back from the dead. Like, dude, they can dream a little dream. Oh, fuck. <laughs> uh, That's how they should redo Goonies. They should bring back fucking Ferris. Uh, Matthew Broderick should be in it. Michael J. Fox should be in it. Fucking Ben Stiller. Not Ben Stiller. Chris Ben Lloyd. Stein. Ben Stein. Bueller. Bueller. <laughs> yeah, he should be a new teacher at the school. Dude, I think we just made Stranger Things season two. <laughs> I, I think we just had... No, we just made geriatric things season one. I think we just had two awesome ideas this show. <laughs> I think we're fucking nailing shit, dude. <laughs> well, while we work on Stranger Things season two, let's uh, move on here. In the news that broke the internet yesterday, leaving fanboys everywhere permanently filling the cups... And one questionable girl asking Ben Affleck to come in her eyes so she can see their future children. Deathstroke is coming to the DCEU. Oh, that's fucking awesome. Footage of the DC character was teased via Affleck's verified Twitter account yesterday, but it is still unclear if we will see the Terminator as soon as the next year's Justice League, or will we have to wait and... I hope he's um, in the Batman solo movie, the guy that's beat up Batman. Or will we have to save his appearance for the Ben Affleck solo Batman debut? I, that's what I'm hoping for. Because um, that would be awesome. Batman fights fucking dead. Oh, dude. But until oh. that news is revealed, it oh. leaves fans time to do uh, fans time to do what we do best and speculate on everything from his involvement in the DCEU as to who will be taking on the role of this iconic character of Slade Wilson. Uh, right now, the leading rumor is to be True Blood and Magic Mike star Joe uh, Maglio. I hope it's Anthony Michael Hall. Um, 
he's reported to be DC's Deathstroke as he was last. Oh my god! <laughs> as he was seen in London sporting shorter salt and pepper hair and a very Slade Wilson esque style goatee, and it helps to add fuel to the fire. Um, that I, they I are, only believe it if he had a scar on his face and a patch over his eye. Mm, maybe that they are actually filming Justice League in London right now. There was a picture of him with the cast members from the Justice League movie having dinner together. Please don't be in the Justice League movie. Um, but some Arrow fans can make a Please. case as to why Please. Manu Bennett should reprise his role of Slade Wilson. No. You don't want the dude from Arrow? No. Why? He was a good Slade Wilson. Kind of. Why are you whispering? <laughs> I, think they could, I think they should just do someone better. Awesome. Like he did, you're right. He in Arrow, he did do a really good Slade Wilson Deathstroke. Yeah, like, but I want to see like. I'm I'm probably butchering his name though. Arnold I think Schwarzenegger. Joe. Schwarzenegger. Oh. No, I think Joe Magniel. I can't say his name. Manganiello, Magnelio. I can't fucking pronounce his last name. I think he'll do a fantastic job. I think they should have. Let's see. Did you watch Magic Mike too? No. No. Why not? Because it's like about type of movie. male strippers. So, can can learn a thing or two. No. Put on a show. No. Make the wife happy. No. No. Be a dad bod model. <laughs> <laughs> Cam model for dad bod. It's a thing. It is. Who would make a good Deathstroke? That's what we're here for to speculate. Can we talk about that girl first? Who Heath Ledger? Who po- He's dead. <laughs> Can we talk about the girl for a minute who posted on Ben Affleck's Twitter that she wanted him to come in her eyes so they could see their future children? Greatest reply <laughs> ever. I like, like seriously. I actually, I, you know what I do? For the girl who wrote that. Kyle gives you a round of applause. I, she gets, you know what? Even better. You know what she gets? What? A standing ovation. A standing ovation. <laughs> a standing ovation. Because. That's uh, come in my eyes so I can see our future children, dude. <laughs> is that something she's 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 kept in the memory banks? Is that something that she's? Well, just, I think it sounds like a fantasy to me. Is that something she's like? She sees that and she's like, "Oh, Deathstroke's walking down. I hope Ben Affleck comes in my eye." I mean, yeah. like that is something she has been waiting. Like, <laughs> I don't. I really don't think that was on the fly. I think she's waiting. She was waiting for the. She's thought about it. She's waiting for the what can what can I'm gonna wait for the best thing. Ben Affleck that's going to have the most posts and retweets and I'm going to ask him to come in my eye. There you go. That's how you got to do it. And then we've seen Destro walking <laughs> in down whatever the fuck he was in. Ben, come in my eye. Dude. Come in my eye, Ben. I'm going to follow her. Because <laughs> I want to see what the fuck else she writes. I, I think if he's going to be in the Justice League movie and this is just my speculation. She's going to come in Ben Affleck's eye. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I think if he's going to be in the Justice League movie, it's going to be only be as a cameo. Who, Deathstroke? Yeah. That's, it, that's his one part? <laughs> well, no, like, it'll be a cameo, and then he'll be more involved fully in the Batman solo film. I think what we've seen was the Justice League after credit. Uh, you think that's what it is? Teaser. Yeah. Going after Batman. Yeah. Oh, my God. Be fucking cool. It could be a flashback scene though too, where Batman's talking about Shut something up, I don't and hear it. it flashes I don't back hear it. to him. And then when I don't they, no, nope. <laughs> when they he's give you the nope, full Batman movie, nope. you see it all play out. No, nope. no, nope. no flashbacks. <laughs> Got to be open, Kyle. No, nope. I'm a pretty fucking 
I'm pretty narrowed in. <laughs> You're narrowed in? Yeah. Get your side set on the prize, huh? Yep. It's a little Batman film. So if, if it's a flashback, I'm, I'm not going to like the movie. <laughs> oh, man. No, I'm stoked. You know the first thing? I, you know, it, it, it's funny, and this is, this is the comic book world that I guess I'm going to say, I'm not going to say that we live in. This is the comic book world that I live in. You know what the first thing I did was when I seen Deathstroke walking? Fill the cup? But after I filled the cup, I went to eBay. Really? Mm-hmm. It started bidding on Deathstroke books his, well, because they're going to skyrocket on his first appearance. Yeah, I already Teen have Titans number two. I already have a few, but yeah, I want to snatch up a few more. There you go. That's there you it. Go. I did it for two reasons: one to bid, and one to see how many assholes put that book up for a thousand dollars. Well, this is kind of the cool thing now, though, is that they're bringing a character that was made predominant in the the TV shows. So this is kind of a character that everyone's going to know. So it brings together the TV universe and, and maybe the, the less right the cartoon, maybe the less experienced. Yeah, people know it from the Teen Titans show, Teen Titans Go. That's what Dan asked me. What I had said something. Did you see that with Teen Titans? He's like, he's like, yeah, he's from the he's from the the cartoon. Yeah, he played. Um, no, no, he who was he in Teen Titans? He didn't play Deathstroke. He played. Oh, he played Slade. <laughs> yeah. That, it, Woo. Yeah, <laughs> but um. From the T-Titan show, and then he's... But he's in the comics. In the comics, the show. I mean, it's partly because of him that we have Nightwing. Yeah, I mean, other than the Joker, it's it's kind of one of those characters that everybody knows. Like, in comic book and non-comic book fans alike can go, oh, hey, I actually know this guy, you know? But, I mean... But, I, I mean, I think that's a speculator in me. What is everybody putting this book up for? And you know what? The first time I had checked, I don't think it had really gained a lot of steam yet everybody was st- I think it was still like rumbling when yeah. I went back the books are originally priced again I mean it's don't get me wrong Teen Titans 2 Tales of the Teen Titans 2 is not a cheap book to begin with no I mean it's it, it's hard to find a decent copy for a good price it's a if you want a really nice copy of that book it's a $200 book mm-hmm. $150 $200 depending on you so I mean now I, it's a five hundred. It's a four hundred dollar book now. You think so? Guaranteed. Well, like it was kind of interesting because I was sitting there at um, selling books on Saturday. I thought you were in the office. No, some guy came up to me and I was selling some figures, some Batman, Joker, and Harley Quinn figures, and he turns over to the back and he goes, "Who's that?" And he points to Cyborg. I was like, "Oh, it's Cyborg." He's like, "Oh, I've been reading comics for years and I have no idea who that is." You've been reading for comics here for years and you have no idea who Cyborg is? Yeah, I have no idea. Oh, okay. What comics has he been reading? <laughs> he didn't say. He was just like, I've been reading comics for years. I know who did. If Eddie he's read this. The Walking Dead then he, and that's the only thing he's ever read, then I could see Well, that. right. And I was like, you don't know Cyborg? And he's like, nope. And I was like, Teen Titans? Nope. Justice League? Nope. Okay. Really? He knew everyone else. He just did not know Cyborg. Really? And it's not like he's a... It's not like a brushed off character. No. But it's like... You don't have to be a super... A super comic nerd to know who Cyborg is. Right, but it's like, okay, out of your casual goer, though, not very many people know who Captain Boomerang is. A lot of people know who Captain Cold is now because of the TV show. Yeah. Um, I still don't know who it is. And some of the some of the shows and things like that, but, you know, Killer Croc. A lot of people don't know who Killer, didn't know who Killer Croc was. So we'll be, I'll be interested to see. And apparently the Flash movie is going to have the rogue 
gallery. So it's gonna have Captain Boomerang. It's gonna have Captain Cold. Hope it has Captain Carrot. It's gonna have all of like his major bad guys in it. Captain Carrot. <laughs> but um, but yeah, we'll see. But I'm excited for Deathstroke. I am too. I know you filled the cup. I did. I filled the cup. Uh, and it sucked too because I was I was at work and I was at meetings all day, so I was not on my phone. Like you were messaging me and I was not answering back. Like I was mm-hmm. stuck. I was like in like a six and a half hour meeting, mm-hmm. and I'm sitting there and my phone's up and it dings and it's it's our it's you know my buddy Kevin from CBCS. He's like, you got to be real stoked about that Teen Titans two now. Right. And I was like, yeah, hell yeah, why? <laughs> He's like, you, you haven't seen yet? And I was like, no, I've been in meetings all day. He's like, just get on the internet. <laughs> yeah. And I Googled it, and, then, and I, then I think I messaged you, and you're like, that's what I was trying to tell you. Yeah, because I had sent you the link. I just hadn't gotten Showing you what that it. girl said. It, the reply to... I seen Netflix. it when I was on the meeting, but I didn't I didn't know what it was for. I just, yeah. I just thought you were showing me a funny no. Ben Affleck uh, cover my eyes so I could see her future children. So I was like, trying to show you both, but, you know. You know, and then I was like, holy fucking shit. Mm-hmm. How great is that? And, like, you know, when they're sitting there, because you could tell they're filming it off, like, a computer monitor. Yeah. Well, it's off of... Um, it's not a computer. It's a field monitor. So it's like the monitor that the camera's attached to. Like, it pans to the right. And what the fuck is that? Like a Zamboni? Yeah, That's to this day. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. It's like, they're like, you could tell they're on a set. Mm-hmm. So obviously they're standing there filming fucking something. Right. Well, they're filming Deathstroke walking towards you. Mm-hmm. But like, you, like, what the fuck? I do that. What the fuck is that? Did you like pause it to look at what it was? No. Why? I don't know. I just saw what I wanted to see, and I was like, that was it. See, I, I find that stuff... I was also cute. working when it when it came out, too, so... I was looking at it, and and then... Yeah, shut up. I didn't even say anything. Yeah, you fucking smirked and smiled and lifted your eyebrows at me as I see him working. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I want, like, that means they're on the set. They have something built. They're filming something fucking yeah. cool. And Ben Affleck's like, ha-ha, fuckers, look at this. Yeah. Like, he's the one that actually, like, he didn't... I feel like it's almost like a giant troll. I almost feel like it's a giant troll. Because why would you release that? For the exact reason it's doing right now. Creating buzz? Creating insane buzz right now. I mean, everybody is talking about Deathstroke. I mean, it's it's the ultimate buzz. It's, It's the same buzz that came out, like... When they released that little clip of Deadpool. Uh-huh. When everyone was like, holy shit. That's exactly what that was. So now, even if it's two years that we wait, we are in so much anticipation now. Mm-hmm. I think, I've, I have a feeling it'll go kind of the same route that Batman and Superman did, and, uh... They've had to have, they've had to learn, they've, that's two very hard lessons. No, no, I, I'm saying, like, it'll go the same route as in, it'll be oversaturated with news and you won't give a shit anymore. Like, yeah. the Suicide Squad, I didn't care about that movie until they went, like, completely, like, silent for two months and then started up again. I was like, oh, shit, I completely forgot about that movie until they started up again. I, I don't think you're going to get a lot more uh, teasers from Ben Affleck or anybody. No. I think that was a great... I think, I, think, I think that was great. Yeah. 
Like, I mean, and it, it's cool is because he actually did it. It didn't get leaked by somebody else. Right. Like, he was like, this is fucking, you know what I'm going to do? Mm-hmm. I'm going to put this shit on Twitter. That's, I hope, and I hope Ben Affleck really goes up against Warner Brothers. And I hope that they may, he makes the movie that we want to see. The Justice League movie? Or the Batman, or the Batman solo movie. movie. Yeah. Because he's not directing Justice League. No. No, he's not. So I hope he fucking swings his dick around because he's got a fucking root. I think that's CGI. That motherfucker can open doors <laughs> with his dick. I hope he smacks Warner Brother motherfuckers with it. He's a root. With his fucking root. <laughs> with his tripod. He's a, why would they CGI a cock on him? Well, you, they do all the time in Hollywood. What? Just like tits are CGI'd. Well, that's a given just because they, the actress does So you got to think Beth goes, do me a favor. Make whenever, it bigger. When I'm in the shower, make my schlong hit the floor. Yeah. Now. Yeah, it's magic Hollywood, dude. Nah, I think he's... He has, he, has, he has a blue fucking soccer on his, on his schlong. <laughs> I think he's fucking packing major heat. Uh, I don't think so. The guy from Fashionable Mail who likes to fuck you in uncomfortable positions. And that's why it's especially extra uncomfortable because he's fucking got a huge fucking <laughs> schlong putting it in. Uh, anyway. It's, it's like a Volkswagen. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, Supergirl stunt worm woman, Jessie Graff, made American Ninja Warrior history last night as she became the first woman to complete stage one of the national finals of American Ninja Warrior. We'll be moving on to stage two. That course is fucking hard and she flew through it. Good for her next story. <laughs> what a dick. <laughs> Uh, I appreciate it. I enjoy Ninja Warrior. Hope other people's dudes too. I, I liked it before. What when it was still like Japan? Yeah. I, I I do not like that it became Americanized. Yeah. I don't like it. Um. Because it, it used to be on like G four. Yep. And it was cool there. Now it's like. Uh, well, it was cool like right when like I don't know if you remember MXC, Most Extreme Elimination Challenge. Uh. It was uh on Spike TV and it was. It, it was a Japanese game show, but they, like, dubbed over it, voiced over it. <laughs> and it made, like, funny people. Like, it was, like, the porn stars versus the news industry and, and things like that. Uh-huh. Hookers versus house moms and shit like that. Uh, um, it was around that same time. It was almost the same kind of type of show, but... Um, yeah. I understand what you're saying, though. Uh, no, Poke- no, no, good for Pokemon Go is back in the news. Pokemon Go is sinking faster than the Titanic. Whoa. As of August 23rd. Yeah. As of August 23rd. Too soon. Too soon. As of August 23rd, Pokemon Go has lost around 15 million of its roughly estimated 45 million active users. I'm one of them. And it's said to be, si- and it's said to be sitting around 30 million active users to close out the month of August. That's still a lot. That's still a lot of people, yes. But to lose 15 million people. Well, when you take away all the fucking Pokemon... Yeah, all the Pokemon, you took away the tracking system, you basically took it all away. Like, my neighborhood, I could walk, I could go through an evening walk, and I could catch a number of Pokemon. Now I walk through my neighborhood, the tracker thing is empty, there's no Pokemon on it. So what is the point of me playing, if people, when I go to play it, there's nothing to catch? The other thing is that people caught onto it, like, it was cool because it was that phase, it was what everyone wanted. But then people caught on to it that all the game is is making you walk. 
It's walking, walking, and more walking because once you catch the Pokemon, you don't really get anything for battling for gyms. Mm-hmm. You can't battle friends yet. You can't trade Pokemon. You can't f- raise Pokemon. You can't breed Pokemon. You can't do any of that yet. It's literally walking and finding Pokemon. And they've taken that away. And then finding and then battling for gyms, but you don't get anything for battling the gyms. You know what you get? As soon as you win, somebody fucking sneaks in and claims a gym right? before you even get to place your Pokemon. That, in. That's true. That, that happens a lot. <laughs> um, but th- I think that's the reason why they've lost so many people is because, you know what, you, you have to seek out these farms now. Right. You know, like when you first started playing, there, you walked around, there was, you know what I mean, like you didn't have to go find the Pikachu farm. Right. Like you could walk through your neighborhood and, you know, like I caught Pikachu around the corner from my house. Yeah, so did I. You know what I mean? Like, I almost caught one around the corner from your house, but the little fucker ran away. <laughs> but now I walk through, and they're not. there's nothing there. Like, no. Like, I went to the Squirtle farm, and there wasn't nothing there. Yeah. There, I don't want another Pidgey. I'm good with those. Yeah. I don't want it. Like, and and if you're, that's the only one that's going to be there that pisses me off. So you got to tell me with I it, feel like P- Pidgey is like... The, um, the rat of Pokemon. HPV of Pokemon. Right. A lot of people have it, and nobody's just, just nobody's talking about it. <laughs> it, it really, that's really how I feel. But I think that's what they've done. I don't know if it's they've done it because, like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm, like, level, like, 19 or something now. Damn, so, we're really super leveled. I'm only 16. So, <laughs> so I don't know if it makes, that's what's making it harder to get the Pokemon. Like, if I were to start over, would they just be everywhere again? Well, the the higher level you get, the stronger Pokemon you're supposed to get. But since we got either. back from San Diego, I haven't really played. I I've, I still have the app downloaded on my phone, but I don't play. I might turn it on every once in a while to see what's last, around. The last Pokemon I got. I don't really play. Kyle's, Kyle's loading it up. Is Loading up the Pokemon goes. Venomoth. Me too. It's the last one I got. Me too. But that's it. I mean, I haven't... No, I'm sorry. I did play since I met... Because I went to Westgate that one weekend. But that's... But like... That's it. They're just not there like they used to. I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know what... If it was one of the updates. Yeah. That just that... It was the... Let's take away all the Pokemon from Pokemon. Yeah. I don't know what it is. But that's... Well, Niantic is digging their own fucking grave with all the changes they've made to it, so... Pokemon? Yes. For the creators of Pokemon, you want to know why nobody's playing Pokemon? Because there's no Pokemon to catch. Well, and they pretty much killed the game. They took away the tracking system. They made it harder to find Pokemon. They made it harder to track Pokemon. The tracking system's not... Actually, the tracking system's a little bit better with those... Because if you walk and it disappears, as soon as you turn around and walk back two steps, it comes back. Like, I, I, the last Pikachu that ran away from me, I, I tracked it in my neighborhood. This was, like, last week. And uh, I walk, I saw it from my house, so I walked out. And I took a right, and I went into my cul-de-sac, and it went away. So I went out of the cul-de-sac. As soon as I got out of it, it came back. Mm. So then I started walking this way, and then I passed the street, and then it went to three. So I walked back, and it went to two. So then I walked up the street... It went to one. So then I thought it was on the other side of the cul-de-sac, so I took a right, and it went back to three. So I walked back, and went back to two, and then I got... And then I crossed the street, and it was there. Mm. So, like, it, 
I think the tracking system is actually better. It seems like it's a little more work. Yeah. But, I mean, a lot of people like the footsteps to show you how far away it was. But that even wasn't a definite thing. Those were just people's speculations of how close it was. Like, yeah. there was no, they never came out and said it was a definite two, eight, or ten meters from you. Right. You know, it was just, but now it's, it, it, the closer you get, it actually fluctuates and moves better. But it still fucking ran away and pissed. I just <laughs> fed it like five berries. God damn it, Pikachu. All right. Our next story is, we've been speculating about it. We've been talking about it. Gene Wilder's dead? No. Oh. God damn it. Spoiler alert. We have been questioning it. Um, last week, Marvel released a teaser for MU. Uh. Could this be Marvel's response to DC's rebirth in the form of the project called MU? It is slated to arrive January 2017. Not much is known about the MU. All that's been released so far is two black cards with the letters M-U and silver, uh, including the names of an artist and a writer on them. The first one appears uh, appeared late last week with the names of Cullen Bunn and Steve McNiven. And the one just released, uh, I believe it was today or yesterday, including the names of writer Colin Bunn and Greg Land, who currently work together on Kenny X-Men. We hope to be able to update you on this more uh Come Thursday show when we do comic book reviews, as both cards to say stay tuned for more on Is September first. The next two days. What? So the release of the next. It two said days. It, on the cards it says stay tuned for or for more information. Stay tuned on September first at six forty five p.m. Eastern time. So tomorrow. So two days. No, on that's Thursday? Thursday. You know, honestly. So that's three o'clock. I don't even. That's three forty five our time is when they're going to release it. Like I don't even care. Why? Marvel's garbage. There's right now, but if they reboot and become as strong as DC is with Rebirth? Everybody is tired of Marvel rebooting. They reboot, they reboot, like I go through... About as much as DC. Like, it just, I don't know, it just seems like more. It seems like they're always rebooting. It just, like, they blow their nose and we're at number one again. Yeah. And I just... And when you read it, you're just like, and you just put everything back. Yeah. Like, look how many Marvel titles are out, and how many do you read, too? Uh, yes. That's a lot of Marvel titles that are garbage. Well, they're just not our taste. Like, there's a lot... I know a lot of people that are reading Steve Rogers' Captain America. I know a lot of people that are reading The Amazing Spider-Man. I know a lot of people that are reading Invincible Iron Man. Um, I mean, I just don't think they're any good. They just... just, That's just our taste. None of them just pick by... I think people... A lot of people that are reading these titles are just reading because they're Marvel loyalists. Well, I think Marvel has become so obscured in what they're doing with their heroes, and they're making they're taking heroes and, and putting in places, or even bad guys, putting in places they don't belong, like Venom with the Guardians of the Galaxy, and they're doing all this stuff that is changing so much that they're they're losing the attention of their hardcore loyal fans that have been there since the early days of Marvel, and I think that's what Marvel U is. Is Marvel U is going to be them? pretty much doing what they did with the DC Rebirth and resetting everything back to the way it should be. I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if you get a Marvel MU issue and then you get an MU number one. You know? You get a number one issue. And 85 after. variants. Well, that's, that's just the name of the game. They're going to cause a surplus. They're going to cause a bubble just like they did in the early DC 90s. DC has two, book, two, two versions of each book. Yeah. And they're going to cause a they bubble. Need, they don't need 85. They're going to cause a bubble just like they did in the early 90s in comic books are going to become worthless again. 
No, I don't think that. that well, no, that's not. No, but you're you're incorrect. You don't think so? Because they're not. See, in the '90s, they were overprinting the books. They're not overprinting the books now. That's why we have so many second prints, third prints, fourth prints, fifth prints. You wouldn't call it overprinting the book. Well, there, there, there's not. Okay, like in the '90s, like. Why? Uh, why do you think there's so few? Like New Mutants '98. There was like four million of those printed. Yeah. The print runs now are stopping around like, hundred and fifteen, hundred and seventeen thousand. So, and then that's it. Once they're done, there is no reordering the first print. You can't get it again. Right, but you can get print two, print but, three, print four. But that's, there, there's not, there's, what crashed Bo was there was so many of every book. They're not doing that now. No, now it's, oh, well, what variant cover is more expensive? But they're not overprinting the books. Yeah. There's. You can say that. Nah, no, no. That, that's, that's 100% what it is. No, was. I agree that with you there, but I'm saying that I think they're going to do it again with creating so many covers, it's going gonna, it's gonna to fuck up the market as far as a book's, what a book's worth. I, I, what I think is going to happen with it is I think it's just going to get boring to people. People are going to get just going to, they're just going to get tired of, and they're just going to go back to just buying the regular cover. Mm-hmm. And what's going to happen is it's going to level out. And what people are going to do is they're going to do what they like. They're going to buy the variant cover of the artist that they like. Mm-hmm. That is the Raphael Albuquerque variant. I'm going to buy that one. The The need to have 85 covers is on its way out because what DC is proving to us right now is we cannot keep up. And if when we can't keep up means we don't buy them all. Mm-hmm. And when they realize that we don't buy them all, they don't put them out. Well, I think I think what you were saying before last week about DC, I don't necessarily know if you were spot on with like the artists, but you can kind of tell that it they might have gotten themselves into trouble seeing how the books these books were supposed to be biweekly, and it's going to be two weeks since we it's more it's going to be three weeks before we've had another issue of Batman. We're already starting to get because delayed. they it's, right they are no there's no DC books this week, but that's. That's why we're not going to see the same thing. Of, and, and the difference with now in the 90s is we have a, a TV universe and we have a movie universe and we have all of this stuff backing up these comic books now. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of, you know, I mean, we have Disney backing these books. We have Warner Brothers backing these books. We have so much more into them now that we don't, it's, it's not too big to fail but they have they have learned from the mistakes in a sense, and they're not gonna let it happen. That's why the print runs stop at like one hundred and seventeen thousand, mm-hmm. and that's it. You know, you can't you see what you could do in the nineties is you ran out of new means ninety eight. You just call them again, and they just they made they made you know a hundred thousand more first prints, and you got them out. That's what made the bubble because it made comics worthless. Because they were, they just, it was oversaturated. What makes comics a collectible is how many there are. Yeah, but, that, but that's the thing, though, is that... And what they do with first, second, third, fourth printings is they don't make... Okay, if they made 117,000 the first print, they don't make more than that with the second print. That's why the second and third and fourth prints are worth so much, because, like, a fifth printing of Batman... They didn't print very many of them. It's kind of like what they do with the end of a series. Mm-hmm. When they're closing a series out, 
They don't print very many because nobody's caring anymore. The only people that are finishing out the series are the loyal fans of that book. So they're so the end of every series is a very low print run. And that's what makes a lot of end series books more valuable because there's less. And that's what the demand is, there's less. And we're that's the only reason why it won't be like the nineties. I I mean I I agree. But, I mean, I could see it being where it could also cause that issue where people, well, I want more of this cover. or So you're ordering more of one cover than another. They and can't, that, if, if you know how they order comic books, they can only order so much. No, I know. Once their order is done, they can't just go, hey, very few, what they end up having to do is get them from other comic book retailers. You can't call Diamond after it's cut off unless they have a surplus sitting there. They can't order more. Mm-hmm. Once they're out of a book, they're usually out of a book. When a when a retailer gets another set of books, it's because they've bought them from another. They've bought them from eBay. They've bought them from Amazon. They bought them from another comic book. They can't order them again. See, and that's weird because with Outcast Number One, the my local comic book shop I know of ran out of them, and he said it's okay. I'm ordering more from Diamond, and he got them in, and they were issue number ones. So. Image might be different, but that's how most of it works, though, is you can't... Because you order them in advance. That What it might have been is they might have had some left. Yeah. Maybe. But a lot of times they... Because you got to think, they order three months in advance. So when they originally ordered Outcast, they had to project, how many people do you think are going to like this? But we, have, we know nothing about this book except it's a Robert Kirkman book. It comes out in three months. What's coming out against it? How many do you think they're going to want? How many think? How many people in my shop are going to come? And that's why some books they run out really fast. Like when it was the so-called death of Donatello. It's the reason you couldn't find it anywhere. Was because Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles wasn't a highly sought-out book. The fans of Ninja Turtles bought the book. It's not something they bought two hundred of or hundred and fifty of. There wasn't a huge stack of them. Most comic book stores only bought a few a few for their regular customer's boxes and a few for the shelf and that's why you couldn't find them anywhere it's because it's, you know what I mean it's, it's, there's only so many and that's why nobody could order anymore mm-hmm. once they found out it was this huge thing that was it there was only so many made and they were sent out you couldn't you couldn't order them again but and like you said in the age where the fir- the fourth fifth and sixth printings are worth more than the first printing then what is the point of even of that of what? Of printing a fourth, fifth, and sixth printing. So you're essentially because doing it the, all over again. there's still a demand for the book. Yeah. Like Batman number one for the new 52, there are still, people are still seeking that book out. So they're they're putting them in, into a fifth print because they're still selling out. So what they're doing is they're selling out and they're still seeing the demand. Comic book stores are still asking about it. And so they're, they're, they're putting it in a fourth print. But they're only going to make, like, you know, Batman fifth printing only had, you know, 50,000 mm-hmm. copies made. It's just, I don't know. that, And that's why it won't, it won't, it'll crash for a different reason. Mm-hmm. Comics will crash for lack of interest before a bursting bubble. Like, mm-hmm. the Same. fad of comics, like, because right now everybody is into comic books in comic book movies in some way or another. Mm-hmm. So people are going into comic book stores more than they have ever gone into comic books this morning. 
even even five years ago, if you walked in, well, there's a lot more people in a comic book store now today than you would even see four years ago. Well, right, but I'm, that's what I'm saying, is, and that was what I was trying to get at before, is like what you just said. I, I was using as the 90s as a reference to the last time the comic the comic industry busted. But look at Deadpool. If, Deadpool, if people lose interest in Deadpool and they don't make that movie, New Mutants 98 drops. It's price. already dropped. Look at, um, you know, look at Walking Dead number one. They make they never make that TV show, or the TV show goes away. How much how much longer is that book going to be a thousand dollar book? That book will always be a thousand dollar book. You think so? Because well, now yeah, because of the popularity of the show. But it will always be a th- because it's a low print run, which the lower the print run, the higher the cost of the book is. So even if there wasn't a show, it would still be it wouldn't be a thousand dollar book but it would still be an expensive book because it's a low print run of a book. Yeah. And, like, number two had a lower print run. So that's, I mean, and that's how a book is, the price of a book is mm-hmm. established by hotness and by amount that it's, that was printed. Because that's what makes it a collectible. Well, look at Edge of Spider-Verse number two. If they announce a Gwen State, or a, a Spider-Gwen movie, that book's going to explode again. And right now it's at a low. It's it's a it's a right. low selling book. Well, now. it's still like an eighty five to one hundred dollar book, but it was a lot more. Yeah, but I don't well, I mean, like you've tried to sell yours. If it was during the peak of it, you wouldn't have had it still. If right. You would have put it up for sale. Yeah. Um, moving on here, but I I I think that you know I honestly think that MU is going to be Marvel's response to DC's rebirth. I think it is, but I think. I think they, uh, yes, DC reboots a lot too, but they, how many times, I mean, they've only rebooted a couple times. It just seems like Marvel reboots more. It just seems like they're starting over more. Yeah, Marvel reboots about once a year. And it's like the boy that cries wolf. You're just, okay, they're doing it again. Mm-hmm. So, you know, what are, what are you going to do? I mean, they're right. going to really have to, they're really going to have to do something. Me, personally, they're really going to have to do something to spark me back into the Marvel Universe. Mm. And maybe it is MU. <laughs> but I don't... I'm As of right now... I'm, I'm not going to talk shit on it because I'm not willing to eat crow again. I'm going to talk shit. I talk shit on DC Rebirth and now I eat crow every week when I walk out of the, DC, out of the comic book shop with all DC books. I don't think Marvel has what it takes... To get that fire lit that DC did, I don't think Marvel has. They have their fanboys and they have their loyalists that will always buy their books, but I don't think they're gonna spark. They bring in that fresh talent. I, I don't even think that's gonna help them. But you are—I mean, you already see the DC thing starting to cool down. People are starting to settle into their titles, mm-hmm. and people aren't buying all the copies like they were. You are you already can see the trend starting in your in the comic book store. Mm-hmm. So I, I just don't I don't think I'm gonna call Marvel's card. I'm gonna call them and I'm gonna tell them that they don't have a well, fucking. I'm not gonna literally call them. Well, but. well, right. We'll document this. So it was August thirtieth, two thousand sixteen, that you called Marvel's bullshit. Yep. And we'll find out in January two thousand seventeen whether you're right or not. And don't get me wrong, I'm not gonna not do it out of because I th- because I'm You'll, just saying you won't it, buy it out of spite. I'm gonna buy it for a chance, and then just so I can say I fucking told you guys, 
What are you going to do if you're wrong? You're going to eat crow twice. You're going to have two helpings of crow. I told you, I told you, I told you. That's what I'm going to be saying. You're going to have two helpings of crow. You're going to be like, damn, Kyle. You, you fucking nailed it. No. I can't believe you fucking... You were wrong you about Stan Lee. If what? you would have... <laughs> that's the fluke. If you that's the fluke. <laughs> I'm going to... You're going to say, Dan Kyle, if you would have nailed it any harder, you would have put a hole in it. Uh, I don't know. We'll see. Um, Zombieland 2 officially in the works. Hey, oh yeah, Batman. Not much is known about the project other than that as it was announced on Kevin Smith's AMC Geeking Out by Deadpool and Zombieland writers Paul uh, Weinrich and Rhett Reese. Uh, the sequel to the 2009 film is in the works, is all they said, pretty much. They haven't confirmed that who's in it or if it's any of the cast is back on board or anything like that. So it's just in the very early stages of script writing. And our last story for tonight is that actor Gene Wilder, who starred in such films as Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, Blazing Saddles, and Perfect Young Frankenstein, Strangers. Perfect Strangers. Um, cousin Larry. Yep. Yesterday, uh, passed away yesterday at 83 years old from complications brought on by Alzheimer's per his nephew. His neighbor, his neighbor, his nephew gave him Alzheimer's. It's no, his, his nephew is the one that said that the, he passed away from uh, complications with Alzheimer's. That's fucked up. Rest in peace, Gene Wilder. I don't know if there is a heaven, but I'm sure if there is, you're you're chilling. No, he's just a cold body. <laughs> Good actor, though. He's uh, forever in the land of of chocolate. Yep. He's, a fan. He's an underrated least, actor. Hey, at least he gave his golden ticket away. <laughs> he finally got his golden ticket is what it was. But um, He was never looking for one. Uh, he got one. He's the one who packaged them. I know, but he got one. He got one of his own, his very own. I just wish they would have made a great glass elevator. <laughs> uh, what are you going to do? I don't know. Some of those movies are just fucking funny as fuck. Dude, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory used to creep me the fuck out. The Oompa Loompas? I fucking love that shit. Dude, the Oompa Loompas were scary as shit. Fucking Mike TV was a dick. Yes, he was. Veruca Salt was a bitch. Yeah. I'm Veruca. Veruca Salt. Yeah. Poor Charlie. Fucking the, the what, the, the fucking German kid fucking yeah. drinking. Listen to him. Drinking them. the Chocolate River. Kids were, they should have got their asses beat by their parents mm-hmm. is what should have happened. This was the 70s. They should have. They should have all been backhanded. <laughs> the fact that they fucking, they act like parents of today. And smugglers. In that fucking chocolate factory. The second that fucking Mike TV was a dick and just, and wanted to be fucking broadcasted against yeah. him, his mom should have backhanded fucking him. Fucking Grandpa Grandpa Jim just getting out of bed and, and dancing around after he's got to feel Should have broke his finger. <laughs> so they should have. Come on, Charlie. Like, we'll make sure Slugworth gets his never-asking gobstopper. Fucking, they go in there and they drink the fucking... The, the, the soda that gives you the burps? Yeah, it makes them fly. They have to burp yeah. the land. Yep. If, they told you not to do it. Right. They told all of them not to do it. Gave them warning. What else can you do? You're in the guy's fucking house. Respect his rules. Yeah. Why do you I said good day, day sir. Jeez. Oh, uh, yeah, he was, a, he was a fantastic actor. Yeah, because he, he was so versatile. He, yeah. He could play anything. Like, I mean, he went from, like, Blazing Saddles. I mean, that shit is funny. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then he's, like, perfect strangers. I mean, he, and he even transferred over to TV. Yeah. Um, yeah, he was, he was, it kind of sucks that he became kind of a recluse towards the end of his, his life, but. Look what he, he got did. Al- he got Alzheimer's, but. 20 years of movies, man. He fucking yeah. did it all. Good for him. I would have been a recluse, too. <laughs> 
But uh, Swimming but yeah, another Penny. another good one to add to the hit list of 2016. Right. So every actor's praying for this fucking year to be over. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, uh, the year of death needs to end. So, dude, I'm I'm telling you, someone is gonna die at 11:59. On December 31st. On New Year's Eve. Yeah, be the last death of 2016. It's going to be Stanley. <laughs> oh, my God. Don't <laughs> say that. <laughs> what a dick. What? <laughs> All right. Uh, well, that'll do it for this week's episode of the Absolute Geek Podcast. Now he's already gone. Yeah. One last thing before we go. I want to say thank you from the bottom of our cold little hearts. To Ralph Bravo, our newest Patreon supporter. Yeah, Ralph! We do appreciate it. Um, we appreciate that you like us enough to donate your cold, hard-earned money to us. And you know that you don't have to, but you want to support the show. And we thank you so much for that. You're a man amongst men. Um, it goes a long way. A w- long way. I-, I can't talk anymore, so that means we need to end this show. It's like deja vu. I know. But I just wanted to say thank you, Ralph, for your contribution. And... Um, the Absolute Geek Podcast. I am Matt. And I'm Kyle. And tonight, instead of our normal outro, I'm going to leave you with one of my personal favorite songs from Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. And we will see you next is time. Is it an Oompa Loompa song? It is not. Oompa, Oompa, nope. But we will see you next I've time. I've got another riddle for you. Come with me and you'll be in a world of pure imagination. Take a look. And you'll see into your imagination We'll begin with a spin Traveling in the world of my creation What we'll see will defy Explanation Simply look around and view it Anything you want to do it Want to change the world There's nothing to it